Hi everyone, I'm Lisa. And I'm Nick. And you're listening to It Takes Two, the podcast where most of the time two people watch <laughs> two movies with the same plot or premise and watch and discuss them. In this episode we watched four movies because we hate ourselves. Uh, yeah. We watched Fern Gully, Pocahontas, Avatar, James Cameron's Avatar, and Dances with Wolves. Yeah. So back in March, we did an episode where we watched five movies, and I think we said at the time we'd never do it again, but here we are. Yeah. I mean, four is less than five. Well, it would have been, except I forced <laughs> you to make watch the extended edition of James Cameron's Avatar, and then also we got a weird not-director's-director's director's cut yeah, of we Dances with Wolves, which was like four hours long, and we were like an hour and 40 minutes into it before something had actually happened. Yeah, so we were watching the special edition of Dances with Wolves, uh, which is an edition I didn't want to watch because uh, Kevin Costner said he had nothing to do with it. So it's not a director's cut. It's just it's just a movie that's an hour and a half longer than it should be. And the hour and a half is filled with literally nothing. It's just him wandering, like him just wandering around a camp, talking to himself. And you and you're like okay, yeah. So we watched. Where, where, where's the where's the the story? But we watched th- four and a half movies, but the half was the same movie as one of the others with extra scenes in it. Yeah. So confusing. So if we if we reference anything from Dances with Wolves that doesn't happen in Dances with Wolves, it's because we watched an hour and a bit of the uh, non-director's cut extended edition. It's just so bizarre. Yeah. Like, I hate to sound like one of the, a modern, like, I need an MCU because I have the attention span of a 15 minutes, a 15 second long video. But Jesus, the pacing in old movies is just slow. It's slow. Depends on the movie. I mean, we watched Arthur and Old Lace together and. Yeah, but that's a comedy. I'm talking yeah. like. There's parts of uh, Dance of the Wolves that, I, you know, I, I remember watching it when I was a lot younger and being like, oh, this movie's awesome. But, like, and it's still it's still a good movie. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's but just, Fern just, Godley tells the story much quicker. Yeah. <laughs> More concisely. Um, yeah, it's fun. So the, re- the reason we're, we did this episode, the reason we did multiple movies for this episode, or, sorry, more than two movies, is because... Of how excited you are to see Avatar 2 and IMAX? No, I will not be seeing Avatar 2. It's because we, me and you, disagree, or have in the past disagreed on what Avatar is a rip-off of, because you say it's Dance with Wolves and I say it's Fern Gully, and James Cameron says it's Pocahontas. So we watched all four. Yeah. <laughs> and we regret it. Um, and the truth, the honest truth, is yes. <laughs> it's all three it's all three it's, it's all three it's all three it's... He, he took a little bit of each um yeah. it's interesting uh i feel so if we if we hold the most modern movie at, at the top and compare it to the others not saying that avatar is the best because dances wolves is on paper the best movie yeah um, and fern bully is in my head the best movie yeah yeah, that's fine. Um, 
So if we if we take Avatar and we place it at the top of the graph and mm-hmm. then like divide up how you know from which which bits are all stolen, um, it is kind of like a gross amalgamation of all three of them just like mm-hmm. melted because you get the animated part, you get the whimsical part, and you get the political like uh, overtones, which is heavily heavily um, sprinkled all through. Uh, Dance with the Wolves. Even even uh, John Dunbar says it. Lieutenant John Dunbar says it himself. Uh, sorry, I'll refer to him as his given name. Dances with Wolves. Right. Um, he he is the one talking about the politics. Um, you see, is it Union versus like uh, like separatists? I don't. It's, remember. it's the Confederacy versus. But did that the North. Bef- man, I'm not great on my American yeah, history. Yeah, it's eight, 18-somethings. Yeah. It's... I'll, I'll re-watch Book of Secrets, and that that's where I know sure. my history from. Yeah, as, as we all do as Nick Cage fans. Yeah, it's when Lincoln was president. Right. Right? Because Lincoln I... united the states. Yeah. As, as Benjamin Franklin Gates says in National Treasure Book of Secrets... They used to say the United States are, and now they say the United States is. Okay. Moving on. Um, <laughs> I'm not allowed to quote you can National qu- Treasure you movies. Can, you can quote whatever you like, sweetie. Um, here's this quote from the Communist Manifesto. No. Um, the It's it's interesting because, like, Sam Worthy... No, that's not the right name. Worthington? Worthington. Uh, Jake Soli is uh more uh jake no john jesus too many j's and smith? joseph smith yeah john smith john smith god um what's yeah, the name Jake. of the what's the name of the character in in fern gully what's the what's the name zach man? oh okay he's australian oh, okay but so sam we're... worthington is australian the actor who plays jake suddenly is australian and funnily enough zach Ian Fringley is supposed to be Australian, but definitely doesn't have an Australian accent or actor. So they, just, they swap nationalities. It's all very confusing. Uh, Australians are confusing, it's true. He's a 16-year-old from Byron Bay. So we get, we get the character of John Dunbar is heavily influencing Jake Sully because he's he has a league injury he's in the army he's the one that goes rogue and then gets caught a traitor by his own people so that's that's the character base Fern Gully in my opinion being that everything is massive in comparison to them mm-hmm. is the setting basis but also it's the only other it's the only one of the three potential movies that it's ripped off where there's actual interspecies romance happening. True. And also the only one of the three where the person, the, you know, the, the human of the two, well, because the other ones are all humans, but the, the, uh, the male character will say, um, becomes, or he, he transforms to look like the people that he's joining. Yeah. Which is why Avatar is a ripoff of Ferengoli. And in Pocahontas, they just replace unobtainium well gold with unobtainium which is a stupid name because it is such a sci-fi made up reverse the polarity thing they use it in real life for like a a hypothetical element that would be perfect for whatever project people scientists are working on but doesn't actually exist 
that it's a placeholder name, but in Avatar oh, they use it as the actual thing. Um, yeah, so... See, but it's not unobtainium. It's just hard to obtainium. Yeah, true. <laughs> but do they obtainium it? Well, yeah, he's got some of it floating on his desk. Um, I there will are... say that Dances with Wolves is the only one of the four movies that doesn't have magic trees. True. And I will say that Avatar is the only one where they have sex with their ponytails. True. Um, you, all four movies have the same, like, relenting, unrelenting force of evil that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Fern Gully, it's the, the machine that's eaten the spirit of death. What is that? The, the dark... The, um, it's, he's like... It's Nurgle. What? Papa Nurgle. His name is Hexus. Yeah. And he's Tim Curry. Yeah. And he is um, like a visual rep- representation of essentially all, no, fossil fuels and, um, oh, why can't I think of the word? I don't know. The word, like, des- destroying the climate, destroying... Climate change. No, the uh, actual... I don't know. But, oh, you're not helping me. Yeah, I'm not trying to help you. I'm trying okay. to make you fall over. You're trying to make me seem like a stupid person. You're not a stupid person. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's. I'm I'm off track now. Okay, so you get Hexus, you get white people, you get sky people, and then you get white people again. Yeah, I think in in Ferngully. Humans are the bad guys, but it's like it's kind of like giving us a you know a, a bit of a free pass where it's being like oh but you know you're being forced to do all this environmental damage by these evil evil you know corrupt Tim Curry Tim Curry Tim Curry takes over a giant uh, deforestation machine yeah leveler I think is that yeah again? so then in Avatar you get the bulldozers. The giant bulldozer that mm-hmm. almost crushes them. Which well, is after a rip-off the... of yeah, Ferngully. Yeah. Because there's no bulldozers in Pocahontas or Dances of the Wolves. It's true because they hadn't been invented yet. Yeah. But if they had been invented, <laughs> they would definitely be in the movie. Uh, they do chop down a whole lot of trees in Pocahontas as well. Dances with Wolves, not so much. Yeah, because they're living on a prairie. Yeah, whereas the other three are all forests. Yeah. Um, I just want to stop our flow for a second based on feedback I've received on our most recent episode of Mac and Me, uh, which was that we didn't explain the plot of the movies early oh. enough in it. So just I just want to give an overview of what the uh, the overarching plot is between these because we have a, a, a very committed listener who has not seen Mac and Me and hasn't seen E.T. in 30 years and was like, I don't remember what these movies are about. So essentially with these four films, you have a free-spirited woman uh who or a woman who is slightly different to her people as part of a indigenous tribe um and you have a white human dude who comes along and is initially a part of destroying her home or planning to destroy her home and or her people and then uh becomes assimilated into the culture to some degree and falls in love with both her and her culture and wants to help to protect against his own people who are coming to destroy it. 
Right? That's all four movies? Yeah, 100%. So all of them have like an intercultural relationship. Two of them, that's interspecies. One that is interracial. And the fourth one, Dances with Wolves. Um, it's not interracial because they are both white. But she, since the age of nine, has been raised by the Lakota tribe. Yeah. Um, whereas he has obviously been raised um, by colonists in America. Yeah. So it's intercultural, but not technically interracial. Yeah. Is that, that's about it. We can, yeah, well, we can end the podcast there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Like, literally, these movies are copy and pasted of each other. It's it's actually, yeah. like, the way you said that, I could, it's, it's just the same. It's just the the tiny details that are different. Um, obviously, the media style is different, with Pocahontas being uh, painterly. Yeah, um, very painterly. Fern Gully, which comes off as, like, a straight-to-VHS sort of like it was very early cheaply done animation it's, it's, interesting. it's, it's not actually that as cheaply done as you think it, there's a lot of cgi in it that you wouldn't know is cgi like the entire batty rap scene is fully cgi um so it was really experimental kind of yeah filmmaking it was very there's a lot of cgi that looks like hand-drawn animation and then a lot of um you know regular hand-drawn with Pocahontas, I think they went fully hand-drawn for it. Yeah. Because they wanted it to look painterly. So, obviously, the backgrounds are painted. I do, there might be bits of CG because... No, I don't think there are. I think there's no CG in that one. Uh, which is interesting because Disney in the 90s was inserting bits of CG into all their films. Yeah. I think they made the decision not to do that with Pocahontas, if I remember correctly from my research. Which is quite different from James Cameron's Avatar, where they um, inserted a tiny amount of live action into their CG. Mm. Um, and then there's nothing like that in Dusters of Wolves. I know with um, Ferngully was quite heavily criticised for having hand-drawn animation in it. Because they did all their advertisement campaigns, they didn't. They did everything on like recycled paper and stuff, and like they made a made it like a huge environmental uh, message. Yeah, okay. And then people were like, "Yeah, but you made the movie with thousands of pieces of paper." I never thought about that. Yeah, that's something we should probably look into. What? All of us, as a collective group, are CGI movies better for the environment? Probably much by much because then you have all the render hours on computers. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But then again, with hand-drawn animation nowadays, you'd have all the render hours on computers anyway. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. We'll have to look into that yeah. as a group because <laughs> I'm assuming some would be worse than others. Hmm. Because yeah, absolutely. depending on where you your servers that are rendering the uh, the the scenes could be located which would depend on where your fuel type that is powering for the electricity comes from. And that's why bit mining was so um, cost-effective in certain parts of China is because they use a lot of fossil fuels for their right. power generation. Yeah. And it's the same with like NFTs and things. Oh, that's the whole thing was so stupid um, from the beginning. But yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say Avatar is very environmentally friendly either because I know like they had to print it on like massive reels. Like, yeah, but I, I don't think it returns like, back to the environment. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure those would be worth money to people and... Yeah, but they... But, like... This, I don't know. I would have thought the stuff they use to produce all those, especially when there's chemicals, so many yeah. of them. 
Because, like, every person, like, every cinema that had to screen it had to have, like, loads of these reels. It's funny we've just gone straight head first into the environmental message because that is, like, the overarching tone is white people don't respect land. Yeah, 100%. And that's the, the driving force of all these movies. You know, you have the, the Na'vi who are, like, they're coming to knock down a tree because they want rocks. Um, you have white people traveling to another continent because they want to find gold because they, this Spain founded in the South Americas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have people cutting down trees cause they just want lumber. Um, and is that all of them? I thought I only gave three examples. Well, two of them were the same example, really, weren't they? Pocahontas and Dances with Wolves. Oh yeah, they are too. The you, you could say that they think they own whatever land they land on. Yeah, but that's, that's... And the earth is just a dead thing they can claim. Is it... But we know that every rock and tree and creature has a life, has a spirit, has a name. And that's me. Um, Lisa will be <laughs> continuing the podcast by herself, and I'm leaving. No. Um, I don't know why I have a aversion to certain musicals. I think it's just this whole whole Disney princess thing. I don't know. It's just never been my jam. Like, mm. I, I don't have uh, any issue with anybody who enjoys it. Like, I enjoy things that most people don't enjoy. Pocahontas was my jam as a kid. I would, like, just sing the shit out of that all the time. But there was just moments where, whenever the song started, I literally remember rolling my eyes and just being, like, That's sitting sad. there... Because I, I, I love um, Just Around the River Band. It's such a good song. It's so good. It's about like nonconformity and like, you know, the, choosing your own path in life and whether it's best to go with the steady path everyone wants you to take or, you know, carve your own way in life. Yeah, I understand that. It's, but it's such a good song. I like, literally, I used to like play that VHS constantly. I love this song. Yeah. I understand that. I have it's a just... hoodie with Pocahontas. I would have worn it for this recording, except it's summer and warm. Yeah. That's just, I don't, I'm just, it's not me. It's not my, it's not my jam. That's okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be your jam. Yeah. I mean, Avatar is not my jam, but you've got the extended edition on Blu-ray. I've got two copies of it, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 honestly, the extended, the extra 16 minutes we watched from the theatrical release actually adds so much better, like, rounding up like little storylines. I'll be honest, I like I've only seen Avatar twice now. The mm-hmm. first time was in theaters in two thousand nine, and the second time was this week watching it yeah. on your Blu-ray. So I have no idea what was added. Oh, okay. Because I don't know what the difference was. Let me explain. No, um, the only thing that I can remember that is a hundred percent only the extended cuts is you know his rival, um, in the novel. Yeah, Sute, you know, when he gets, when they're having the big air battle right mm-hmm. near the ending. Spoilers if you haven't seen Avatar. It literally, Lisa just explained when it came out. Like, you've had time. Not our fault. Don't blame us. Put it in the comments below. It's been 13 years, but you should watch it now before the sequel if you want to watch the sequel. Yeah. Um, when they're having the big sky battle and they're coming over to the Tree of Souls and he gets, Sute gets shot out of the sky. Mm-hmm. In the theatrical edition, that's the last you see of him. Oh, okay. So the, uh, and, which is dumb because he's like the main. He's supposed to be the chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um. He's Pokemon. 
yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. There's just no, there's no real cogworm in um, thing Dance of the Wolves. He's dead already. Yeah, Dance of the Wolves is the most well-rounded movie, mm. like in character development. It's you know you in treatment of the Lakota people. Yeah, the the like montage you get an avatar of him learning stuff is just literally you know even rocky had a montage um but you literally see it develop in him struggling to communicate even longer than you know they're just like instantly oh you know shisgawney weaver was here so everybody knows english so you don't have to like learn the language and it's yeah. just like that's such a friggin cop out so that's like, a cop out pocahontas had a bigger cop out and i didn't even remember this oh that she just speaks english they don't understand each other and then and then there's like wind blows around them and she remembers grandmother willow saying listen with your heart and you will understand and then suddenly she can speak english yeah and there's literally no explanation i literally i was watching it and i was just like Wow, I don't remember that being so dumb. Um, but I guess if they have a magic tree, they can have magic wind, you know. By far, the best character in that entire movie is the raccoon. I thought you were going to say Grandmother Willow. No. I must show you. Have you ever seen the meme? There's a meme. If if Connor is listening right now, they're going to be going like, I know this meme. I know what meme she's going to reference. Um, there's a, there's a, like a comic that someone drew, and it's... Um, you know, Pocahontas going to Grandmother Willow being like, oh, I don't want to marry Cocoam. But Grandmother Willow goes, I will marry Cocoam. And then she rips herself out of the ground and Pocahontas is like, Grandmother, no. Grandmother, no. And then she's like, I will marry Cocoam. No, I've not seen that meme. It's great. Okay. I love it. I'll post it on social media or something. You've, you've, you've ruined the meme for me. The punchline <laughs> of the meme has been ruined. I love it, though. Uh, anyway. I don't where know. Did, where were we? <laughs> Environmental message has been covered. White people are the problem. Uh, that's me. That's you. Everybody else is white. It's your fault. Yep. Um, take that white guilt. Um, oh, I, have, have you have you genuinely? Well, no, because you're Irish, so it's a little bit different. Because I've got English blood, so it's a little bit more. Right. I was thinking this kind of stuff, not about you, but while we were watching it, I was thinking um, about the fact that like I am from a country where white people are the indigenous people and yet we didn't colonize other people yeah because you were colonized we were colonized many times yeah um but uh whereas a lot of a lot of places where white people are the indigenous people they then went out and colonized other places yeah like most well, most uh, of the rest of europe yeah um, colonized elsewhere and you get mediterranean people who did it as well because spain was a big Spain was a big mm-hmm. driving force. France, it's not just England, it was yeah, France, yeah. it was France, Spain. Spain, Italy, Holland, uh, previous, the Netherlands, sorry. Yeah, Holland? yeah, yeah. yeah. just call it Holland. Yeah, the Scandinavian people previous to that. Yeah, yeah, so the Scandinavians. They taught the rest of them. And the have, French. Yeah. So, so Ireland was colonized by the Scandinavians and the French and the uh, Anglo Saxons. And before and that, there were people UK that are from, from Turkey, which we learned when we went to Newgrange. Yeah. Which was just mind boggling. Mm. Was that game where you just like smack the thing? That was my when all the letters line up and you have to make words out of them. That was my brain at Newgrange. Um, Seventy kilometers away. Sorry, 
Uh, if you don't know what Newgrange is, uh, travel there and see it. Uh, yeah. Book in advance. And you have to book a month in advance. Don't be the people who rocked up on the day in front of and behind us who were like, hey, can we get tickets? And the lady was like, no, you, <laughs> you, you can't get tickets. We sold out weeks ago. Yeah. We open them and then they're gone. Um, also, if you go into the lottery, because there's a certain time of year, which is on the solstice, where this really crazy thing happens... Um, book the day before or after, because according to the tour guides, it's better, and you won't be stuck with the millions of other people in the lottery to get in on the day. Yeah, so if on... on Insider trick for you. That's a life hack you can actually use. You could do it. If you're you're in Ireland or going to be in Ireland in December, you could literally, I think at the time this podcast comes out, you could book that week. Yeah. Because you can book it from a month in advance. So the 20th or the 22nd of December, good times to go to Newgrange. Yeah. This is a life hack that doesn't require hot glue. Early early morning, I think. Or evening. Is it sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Uh, yeah. Sunrise. So so sunrise time. Yeah. Which is early. Well, it's winter, so it'll be 9 a.m. or something. Still early for some people. Um, anyway, we've gone on a massive tangent now. But that's the whole point. Like, <laughs> And if you don't agree, put it in the comments below. Um, which is on our Discord. On our Discord, which is where we got that feedback about Mac and me on our Discord. Yeah, the cancerous nuts there. Um, yes. <laughs> Jesus. See, we do. We've, I've already, we've changed an episode immediately after. Yeah, the feedback. Feedback on the Discord. Yeah, you yeah. give us feedback. We do that feedback. Um, unless it's record the podcast, you know, in a different format because we can't do that, unfortunately, because of uh, space and uh, funding uh, issues. So, yeah, you can't, you know, video it with us like doing a, a, a across the table you know, interview. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone would want to see a video of our recording space. No, no. Um, back to the movie. Which one? I haven't decided yet. You were talking Your, about in, you having English heritage and... Oh, yes, yes. Colonizing. Yeah. Um, and being a Kiwi. Yeah, you get taught how bad the colonization was. Um, yeah, you get you, taught that in Ireland as well. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> we yeah, that's on the receiving side. Yeah. Um, this is on the white guilt side. Um, oh, okay. Have you seen 12 Years a Slave? No. That is, if you want some white guilt and you're like not American... Just watch that movie and you're just like, wow, these people totally didn't deserve any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that about Dances with Wolves, to be honest. It's true. They didn't deserve any of that. Um, it's just, it, yeah, it's the Eddie Izzard thing of just like rocking up and being like, hey, we're, we're, we live here. And they're like, but do you have a flag? Yeah, well, like I said, they think they own whatever land they land on. I, I li- the quote is accurate, okay? Yeah, I know the quote is accurate. <laughs> I'm still not going to stop my eyes from rolling. Uh, you know, just watching format. Yeah, they are. It's copy paste, folks. Uh, mm-hmm. Just pick a format. Do you want to see Blue Smurf cat people doing it with their hair? Do you want to see Kevin Costner getting beaten up constantly? Do you want to see amazing hand painted Disneyness? Watch Pocahontas if you want to watch. What company did, was it independent that all got rolled in? Who made, who made Fern Gully? I genuinely don't remember who made Fern Gully. Like, for all the downsides like, of Avatar being a rip-off, um, the work it's given the New Zealand 
people who work at Weta um, mm. and, you know, our tax our taxes. Thank you so much, James. Croyer Films. I also know he lives in New Zealand. Because why wouldn't you? Who the hell are Croyer Films? Some guy. Some guy known Croyer. Well, they're known for Fern Building, The Last Rainforest, so that's helpful. And so they call Technological Threat. What's that? Well, that sounds awesome. What is it? Uh, that's not true either. It it's is an animated good. short from 1988 that won an Oscar. Wow, we should look that up. Um, it is not The Last Rainforest. Oh, they did? Oh, no, they did additional animation on The Thief and the Cobbler. Okay. Because there's mm. one in New Zealand. What's in New Zealand? Oh, The Rainforest. rainforest. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's also not even, yeah, it's, there's also Rainforest in South America and yeah. stuff. And this, I think, I used, this one was based loosely on the Daintree Rainforest um, in northern Queensland, Australia. Yeah. Um, which is the oldest rainforest in the world. Um, but, and it's got dinosaurs still living in it, so that's fun. Yeah, but so is New Zealand. Um, yeah, true. The, yeah, because that's, yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. It's a mental, when you do the maths and how we get oil and coal and stuff, it's it's a very interesting, like the whole cycle's crazy because you're like... But pollution. A, pollution was the word I was looking you were, for earlier. You couldn't think of the I word pollution. Yeah, that's my brain just short-circuited on it. I couldn't, so Hexus is like, he's a, he's a personification of pollution as, in general. He's just the James Curry, James Curry, Jesus. Tim Curry. Tim Curry, the smoke monster from Lost. True. He was hiding in a tree. He also, they had to edit his, they had to change the lyrics of his song because it was too sexual. So they should have just got someone other than Tim Curry because everything he does is too sexual. They also, they did um, have to redo all of Tim Curry's lines because when they played the movie for test audiences, the kids were all too scared of Tim Curry. Yep. <laughs> it was too scary. There was, I can't remember what it was, another movie that we've done an episode on. Oh, do you know what it was? It was um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He didn't get the role of Dr. Doom because he was too scary. Um, so Tim Curry just, Tim Curry at that time period was just very frightening to kids, apparently. Um, to like, I love him. To I love bits. him. You know, you there is not a singular character I can think he's ever played that isn't quotable. But the quote I always go back to is the cuts from Red Alert. Oh, the the, the going like you know I'm gonna escape to the one place <laughs> where the you know where the capitalists haven't taken over. Spice. He's he's not even taking himself seriously. Yeah. Man. Um, Those were great. I, I, I think what we quote to each other the most is Home Alone to Escape yeah, yeah, to New York. Yeah. Where we just, like, every time we want pizza, we're like, she's pizza. I love you. Yeah. We need to stop doing bad Tim Curry impressions because everyone's going to comment on... Actually, join our Discord and tell us how bad our Tim Curry impressions are. Yeah. How's that? On a scale from Cluedo to it, how bad is it? <laughs> Actually, um, no, it's called just called, called it's Clue. Clue. Yeah. Have you seen Clue? Yes. Okay. I love Clue. Yeah. Apparently, they filmed a whole loads of different endings for that. Of course, they so did. So that the actors didn't even know who done it. Yeah, it's brilliant. I wonder if there's like a special edition Blu-ray edition you can buy, special edition Blu-ray edition, um, that has the different endings, and you can like 
I'd case, love that. and you'll get it wrong every time. I'd love that. Yeah, they should do release like one of the you know Netflix interactive ones. Yeah. Where like, depending on what you choose, a different person kill it. I love it. Anyway. Um, um, I can't think, like, I, I know this is a short episode and we watched four movies, which, and being that one of them was, like, literally four hours long, the, I don't feel there's enough context to give you folks, but there's just not. Like, these are a movie, they, you can just pick a format. You know, James Cameron did do some interesting things with technology, you know, it's, the facial recognition stuff they use for the acting is fantastic. You can go and watch the, and you pull it up on YouTube or whatever, the uh, the behind the scenes of Avatar where the actors are acting together wearing their cool little suits with the, the balls on them and the, you know, they've got the dots on their faces so the cameras can do it. And, you know, without that, we wouldn't have had such a great performance out of um, Smog, um, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, because they use the same technology. Um... It's just a shame what they, the studio did to those movies. Um, for The Hobbit. Uh, like, there is little things. And, like, the mixture between flora and fauna that sort of this... You know, the, the design of all the creatures in Avatar is fantastic. You know, they've got multiple limbs that are extra to... But they're, like, just amalgamations of, like, animals you could see on Earth. Just, like, put more eyes and limbs, and then... The weird one is... Here's, here's a question for you, Lisa, being that you've only seen it twice. I don't know the answer, I'm just asking you a question. Why do all the animals have um, the same dangly bits? Why, why is, like... Because when the Na'vi have intercourse, they link... Or is that just a thing they did because they're, like, so, young and kinky? Like, it's, um, there's so many questions I need to ask James Cameron when I'm No, he's already this. answered these questions. Oh, he did? So... I wasn't there that day. Yeah, there's, like, books about it and stuff, I think. Just, can um, you buy me them for granted? No. The... So the... That link thing... Yeah. Um, which you're, you're saying they all have... That's not genitals. That's a common misconception. That's not, like, how they have sex. But it's then not why genitals. does she say, don't play with it, you'll go blind? She doesn't say that. Um, she does. <laughs> she doesn't. Sigourney Weaver does say that. Um, <laughs> they use it to um, connect, like mentally. So and um, like so, it's like giving like a really strong mental and emotional connection. It's like you're thinking as a hive mind almost, which is why they use it to you know to ride animals and you know use those flying creatures. Ride and do animals. Hilarious. Um, you know, so they're they're thinking as one. They're strategizing together and you know he doesn't have to tell them to do something verbally because they're both thinking it um so they use it in intercourse to like heighten the experience because they're both experiencing each other's experience you know what i mean what was that thing that um i will bring up now um that james cameron said that you said the other day Oh, that the <laughs> the Navi. You told me. You told me. I was just sitting there minding my own business. It's because you... I just don't understand. I'll see if I have. I probably took down the exact quote in the thing. Um, but basically, the um, the gist of it was that the Navi are not. Yeah, here we go. They're not placental mammals, so they're not mammalian. So they don't drink. They don't have breasts. They don't drink breast milk. That's not how they 
are raised, allegedly, when James Cameron insisted that they did need breasts uh, because he said um, that humans wouldn't find nature hot if you didn't have breasts. And he, so he literally wanted, he, he, he wanted humans to find her hot, so he put breasts on her. So he changed, like, the whole way the species works so that humans would find them hotter. Okay, I have a follow-up question. Out of all the characters, which one do you find the most attractive? <laughs> Your face was worth it! <laughs> <laughs> Your face still. You look like you've eaten something stinky. Um, all the characters in all the movies. Yeah. Is that a genuine question? I don't know. I just I wanted to make watch you make that face. Yeah, okay. you did it again. I don't know. Um, of all the people whose names I've written down, probably wind in his hair. <laughs> Fair enough. Not um. Um. No, you know. No, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Plus, he's the only one of the Native Americans in Dance with Wolves who didn't have to wear a wig, because that's just what his hair looked like. Yeah. Which makes sense, because he's wind in his hair, so... You two would have very hairy children together. <laughs> um, very short, very hairy children. Short? Yeah, because all your energy goes into your hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have, to, I have to cut my hair to grow taller. Yeah, that's why you're so short, because it just sucks all the nutrients. I'm not short. Short, uh... Could have, um, you could have been a netball player. Let me let me specify. I'm 170 centimeters tall. <gasps> That's five foot seven. Yeah. That's above average female height in most countries. And very short. Except Scandinavian. Yeah. Where it's very it's <laughs> a very short female height. Um. Do you want to go through some ratings, some budgets, some box offices? So you, because... you don't want to talk about the movies at all. We I did. I feel like we didn't, but I've taken there's, down so many notes about these there's, movies. There's nothing to say. Well, I've taken down so many notes about how they're the same. They are. That's the problem. The problem is they're the same. Yeah. Like, how do you pick apart the things that are all the same? I wrote them all down. So, okay. Dancers with Wolves is more less of an idiot than, than Jake Sully. Jake Sully's a big idiot. Oh, that reminds me. I did write a note that I thought you'd appreciate. Oh, yeah, go on. Um, Have with it. Um... Because I've coined a term here. Oh, no. So, I believe that Jake Sully suffers from what I have coined if as... you say Crichtonism. John Crichton Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> John Crichton Syndrome. And what I've written down here is... I, I wrote this down for myself to remember what I wanted to say. Uh, it's when a writer makes their protagonist a bland, idiot asshole and expects me to care about them or have any investment in their story. John Crichton, Jake Sully. He's it's like the... he's so bland. He's so stupid. He's such a dick. Why am I supposed to care about him? See, you you look at it from the female perspective. No, I look at it from any perspective. Just... From any perspective, he's just an asshole who's an idiot. Yes, because just that's the 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 male protagonist that the male audience is going to be like. That's me, bro. Why? You want because to view yourself all... as an idiot? No, but we are idiots. I don't know. At least Dances with Wolves was, like, somewhat intelligent. Yeah. And like, like he... He, was a, he was a decent character. And, and a decent human being. Yeah. You know? John Smith was an asshole, but he kind of got better. Jake Sully still was betraying Nateri the whole time he was, like... And then he's, like, betraying 
Sute and their whole their whole you know governmental system because Sute was due to be the next chief so he was promised to Neytiri's older sister and then she died so he had to be promised to Neytiri instead because she's the daughter of the chief and he's going to become the new chief and he just like was like well, I don't care about that I'm a horny yeah that's, very John Crichton. Very John Crichton. Very John Crichton. Yeah. John Crichton very would horny. would have yeah. also made it for life with yeah. Neytiri. Yeah. If you put John Crichton in it. Uh, basically, that's, I'm, that's my new headcanon, is that... Is every, that, every idiot is John Crichton. No, no, is that Avatar specifically is a spin-off of Farscape and... Instead of a wormhole, he just... Yeah. It's a remake of Farscape. There we go. It's not even. It's not. Well, there are blue women in it. We have. Uh, we've fixed it. It's not. It's not Pocahontas. It's not Ferngully. It's <laughs> not Dance of the Wolves. It's Farscape. And everybody at home, except for like seven people listening, are going to be like, "What the fuck is Farscape? <laughs> What's a Farscape?" Um, it's an Australian-run show that was is my favorite science fiction. Australians. Here we go. It's Australians again. It's okay. always Australian. Okay. Avatar's got Australians. Ferngully's got Australians. The other two movies have no Australians, but we'll pretend they do. Um, yeah. Go on. Have me, have me. What do you What do you want? You want budgets, box offices? Yep. Budgets and box offices. All right. Any trivia you like? Are they, and what movie do you think had the biggest budget? <laughs> um, oh... Okay, what movie? Okay, so obviously Avatar did. Avatar also had, made the most money. Yes, Avatar two hundred twenty-three million dollar budget. Yeah. Sorry, two hundred thirty-seven. I don't know. I just like I read the number and said a different one. Yeah. yeah. Two hundred thirty-seven million dollar budget, and it's made two point nine billion in box office. Well done. It was at the time the highest earning, uh, film box office wise. It now. Again, is the highest earning film box office wise because in between because it if it was highest earning, and then Infinity War I think yeah no Endgame Endgame came out Endgame came out and beat it and then Avatar got a re release yeah and beat it Endgame yeah. so um and of the, the other three what do you what are you what are your thoughts on would which, which one do you think is the lowest budget of the other three Fern Gully Pocahontas and Dance of the Wolves what I was gonna say is. If you go through the top 10 most um, profitable movies of all time, James Cameron has a few of them. True. Well done. Yeah, because he, he, he did the Spielberg thing. Yeah. So Spielberg had E.T. was the highest grossing movie. And then 10 years later, ever he beat himself with um, Jurassic Park. Yeah. And then Cameron did it with Titanic. And 10 years later, yeah. again, with Avatar. Um, but which of the other three do you think is the lowest budget? Which of the four, I guess, is the lowest budget, and you would you guess? Um, I don't think it would have been Dance of the Wolves, because I think that would have been expensive costumes, location-wise. Um, I feel like Fern Gully's going to be a trap, so I'm going to go with Pocahontas. Uh, wrong. Dance of the Wolves. What? Dance of the Wolves is $22 million budget. Fern Gully, $24 million. Pocahontas, $55 million budget. They're all released within five years of each other, so they're pretty close together. That's crazy. Oh, wait. What year did... Can we adjust for inflation? I think those are adjusted for for inflation. But again, they all come out within five years of each other, so it's not a whole lot of difference between them anyway. Um, How did they used to make such, like, massive... Well, I guess Ben-Hur is the outline that 
outlier there. Well, Dance of Wolves... So it's interesting. So Dance of Wolves and Avatar had the same problem in that they both... Um, in both cases, the director really wanted to make the movie and production companies for years said no. Mm. Um, James Cameron waited eight years after he wanted to make it uh, and saw Gollum in... Uh, two towers went oh shit the technology's there let's make it and then yep. repitched it and got big budget money kevin costner just made his own production company Go and on, then kevin. ended up still not being able to get enough money through production and put three thousand dollars of a no, sorry three million no some some ridiculous amount of, i can double check it some ridiculous, 300 thousand i don't know 30 bucks uh do you want me to actually i've written it down somewhere i'm sure, I'm sure um yeah three million three million of his own money yeah into it because it was $18 million what they had, and they went over, and he... Who, which movie, excluding Avatar, made the most money back on it? Made the most money? Um, was it Dance of Wolves? Dance of Wolves. So not Pocahontas. Yeah, Dance of Wolves made $424 million. Pocahontas made $346 million. It's not too bad. Uh, Ferngully, $32 million. So they, it still got made more, than, made more, yeah, it made, it got more than its budget, so that's good. Um... What are you doing? Sorry, it was a thing. You're like picking up my jeans. Yeah, I thought it was just attached to you, but it's, no, no, I mean a, it's just on you, but it's yeah, attached it's a to bit you. of the jeans that's, that's like popped out. Um, yeah, oh, there's so much stuff. A lot of the stuff about Dance with Wolves is about um, animal stuff. I don't know. I've got a lot of trivia. I tried to like cut down the trivia for these, but there's so much trivia about all these films. Um, all right, we'll go with we'll go with Dance with Wolves. It's the one we've watched the most recently. Um, so the, the big things in the trivia of Dance with Wolves are A, about the Lakota culture and B, about um, animal stuff. So in terms of, of the Lakota stuff or the Sioux, they call them both in the movie. Yeah. Um, so they brought in a language coach to teach Lakota to the cast. Um, they had trouble learning their lines and Kevin Costner said... If you can't learn the lines, you're not working on this movie. So he literally wow. threatened to fire them all. Um, but also because of the difficulty of learning it, they had to like cut down how much they taught them. So they skipped uh, the gendered speech aspects of the language, which means that all of the male warriors of the Lakota tribes in the movie are speaking as if they are women. So native Lakota speakers just thought the movie was really funny because yeah. all, the, all the men are referring to themselves or like talking as if they're women. Um, but also because of how sympathetic it treated Native Americans and because of how successful it was, um, the Lakota Nation adopted Kevin Costner as an honorary member. Nice. So not only does uh, Lieutenant Dunbar become a member of the Lakota tribe towards the end of the movie, but in real life that was reflected and Kevin Costner was adopted into the Lakota tribe. That was cool. Um, in terms of the animal stuff, they spent $250,000 on cinematic, or sorry, an uh, animatronic buffalo for the buffalo hunt. Um, and they, um, they it's like, there's a whole load of details about that scene, but I don't want to go into it all. But one of the things was that um, there's a, a, a scene where the buffalo was charging at someone and that's an actual buffalo. Yeah. But what the buffalo was charging at was a pile of Oreos, which are his favorite snack. That's cute. <laughs> they, just, they wanted to get the buffalo to charge and they put down his favorite treat, which was Oreos. Um, the dead deer in it are actual dead deer. 
That's it. Um, they went around and collected carcasses from highways. Oh, okay. So it was recycling. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Um, they also, the skinned buffalo, I don't understand this because I'd, like, they're so realistic. The skinned buffalo in that scene are made of paper. They're made of paper. Like paper mache or are they just... It just says they're made of paper. Oh, interesting. Um, but it's so... they looked extra juicy. Yeah, and they're so realistic that someone passing by called the cops. <laughs> so the cops came up to arrest the crew for poaching. And had to be like they had to be shown that they were made of paper, and then the cops went away like very amused by the whole situation. Um, I've already talked about the budget stuff, which is fun. And then the only other thing I put in from that movie was um, stand to the fist as a child in the flashback. Yeah. There's a sequence where she's running away because um, they they told her to run because her family's being slaughtered, and she like looks over both her shoulders as she's running. And the reason for that is because um, her name, that actress, is Annie Costner. She was six years old. It's her film debut. And her dad, the director, Kevin Costner, told her to look over her right shoulder so that they could get the shot he wanted. But she didn't know her right from left, so she looked over both to be sure. Oh, that's cute. It's so cute. I just think that's adorable. Um, God, I feel like we're going to spend like the, uh, more time talking about these things and other things. Okay, I only took like a couple of notes for Avatar. Um, and one of them we've already covered because it was about Neytiri having breasts. Um, but yeah, so J- James Cameron, this is just another one um, that like, we talked about this in the Abyss episode, which is the other one where we did multiple things. James Cameron just loves making films that everyone else has already made. All the other way around. Because which one came out first in that case? Um, James Cameron had one of the other, one of the, the one that came out, I can't remember which one came out first, but one of the other ones, James Cameron knew about it before he made The Abyss. Right. So it's one of those and competing, competing studio yeah, it things. Was his, yeah. It was a friend of his who wrote the story. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so it's about him being an asshole on set, which we know from The Abyss, like he was drowning people and stuff. Uh, but apparently for this one, if anyone's phone rang during production he would nail it to the wall with a nail gun next to the exit sign <laughs> what an asshole very expensive yeah but like if you're just like yeah, but how many different rooms how many thousands of dollars per second is that costing the studio <laughs> and you just have some dude walking in the background checking the lights and then you get Christian Bale going nuts and then some dude turns it into an amazing song that I listened to way too many times <laughs> Yeah, it's like that, except he used a nail gun to nail them to the yeah. exit sign. Um, and the other thing that I had from Avatar was that Sam Worthington said in an interview that it was easier for him to master the Navi language than an American accent. I don't think he does either of them very well, but okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, also, which I didn't take down, but I remember reading it, he um, was living in his car at the time. So it's real Chris Pratt thing. It was and, I didn't know that about Chris Pratt. But... And... Sylvester Stallone. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, he was... So that's that's the secret, guys. If you want to become a successful actor, live in your car. Yeah, he was living in this car and he was going to give up acting and then he got the um, audition. Oh, he did the audition for Avatar and he got the part. So um, was this his big first role? Because I know he's in Terminator Salvation, which is also the thing yeah. that I was just talking about with Christian Bale having a free day. So I think... Um, he's in a couple of things just before Avatar, but I think 
that was while production of Avatar was going on. Yeah. So I think he was pretty pretty much unknown at the time that he was hired for Avatar. Okay. Um, and they deliberately wanted an unknown. They didn't want... Because they, con- they considered, like, I think Matt Damon and people like that. And they and James Cameron was like, no, I wanted to be... Well, he wanted it to be John Crichton, essentially. He wanted it to be just, like, any dude yeah. that anyone could think, oh, yeah, that could be me. Like I said, he's the any man. Yeah. I mean, like Fern Gully, I think they were going with the idea of, like, you know, trying to be like, oh, but humans can make a difference to saving the environment. Uh, Pocahontas. Why do I have so many notes about Pocahontas? Oh, apparently Grandmother Willow was originally written as a male character. Um, and they... It's a funny name for a male character, Grandmother uh, they were Willow. Ca- calling him Old Man River. He was a spirit of the river. Old Man River. Yeah, so he's a spirit of the river originally. And he was called Old Man River. Um, and he was supposed to sing just around the riverbend. Which makes sense. Um, and Gregory Peck was offered the role. And he said... Um, he said no. He said, I would love to do it. But I think that your your protagonist needs a motherly figure to turn to. Nice. Um, and the filmmakers agreed with him and wrote changed the character to Grandmother Willow, which works because she is um she she has obviously lost her mother at an early age, so she's a you know she only has her father. Hmm. So it's nice that she does have a motherly figure, even if it's a talking tree. Um. So apparently, this is the animators said it was one of the hardest movies ever produced by Disney. Um, because of complex color schemes, angular shapes, facial expressions. Uh, so it was in production for five years. So it started production the same year Dance of the Wolves was released. Wow. Interesting. Um, but it, but nowadays it's still cited as being one of the most uh, beautiful and realistically animated characters in Disney. So um, They also hired mostly Native American actors and actresses, which I was glad to hear. Um Oh, sorry. All I can think now is that is that I we I watched Samurai Cop the other day and the Japanese people are all white, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and like how good it is that like both Dance with Wolves and Pocahontas had like Native Americans playing Native Americans. Because um, so, you know, you know the I don't know if you know this. I don't know if the folks at home would know this. Um, you know the famous ad. Where there's like people and they throw away trash and the person turns around, like the Native American person turns around and has a singular tear. Yeah. There's an Italian guy. Right. Because when they wanted Native Americans, they hired Italians. Yeah. To play them. Oh, well, in Samurai Cop, because well, I looked Don't, it up, there's one, one guy is Japanese American, another one is Hawaiian, and the rest are white. And they You're, all... We're not, we're not talking... Like, okay, so let's get away from Samurai Cop. Everybody get away from Samurai Cop. Um, Put the Samurai Cop down and step away from so it. So yeah, so they also employed Native American consultants and they had a session with a shaman. Um, then, the, But there were still prominent Native American activists that issued an open letter condemning the movie for historical inaccuracies. Fair. Is fair, in my opinion. And for stereotyping Native American people. But the um, actor who plays... Um, Chief Powhatan, who's a Native American activist, um, says that the movie is the single best representation of uh, Native Americans that Hollywood has ever done. Nice. So, um, divisive, I'll say. It's also the first animated Disney movie to have an interracial romance. Oh, spicy. 
um, which they copped out of in Dance with Wolves. Why? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. They sh- she should have just been Native yeah. American. But yeah, whatever. Maybe maybe they just really didn't want to. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it also, yeah, so it's the first Disney movie to be censored before going to theatre. So this, I thought, was fun. I included this because it reminded me of the fact about the Ferngully Hexus song. Yeah. Um, because the song Savages... Um, they removed racial slurs from it. That's good. Because it initially had racial slurs in a Disney movie. Classic. Yeah. And inappropriate languages. What was it that we watched the other day that had a warning at the beginning of the movie? Oh, was that when we watched Pinocchio? Maybe? Was it Pinocchio? Wasn't it something for the movie crew? Was it it something for on Disney, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it the Mr. Magoo? Oh yeah, it was, it was Mr. McGill. Blind, blind, blind people. Yeah. And 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 p- people with uh, sight problems. Yeah. It was a very bad depiction. Yeah, it was just I loved how there was two warnings. There was one at the beginning of it, like, we have no responsibility for this. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Disney have done that for a lot of their stuff. If if you watch Dumbo on Disney Plus, um, it has similar warnings because obviously the crows are yeah um stereotypes of of um. African Americans. I was gonna say Native Americans again because I'm just said Native Americans so often in this episode. Fair um yeah, so there was like slurs and stuff, this one. Um the the oh yeah, the only other fun fact I had about Pocahontas is that um because all all of the actors and actresses recorded their dialogue separately, most of them didn't meet until the premiere. But Mel Gibson was oh, I forgot Mel Gibson was in it. Yeah, he plays John Smith. He was uh, attending the premiere of Braveheart at the same time. So he was not at the premiere for Pocahontas. And um, as of, well, this was written in 2019, but I assume it's still true now, uh, Irene Bedard, who played Pocahontas, has still never met Mel Gibson. You're not missing out, lady. So the two, the love interests in the film, the two protagonists, have the actors have never met each other in person. Which is fun. And then Lucky Last? Uh, yeah, I think actually cover most of these because it was um the, the criticism of the it being a hand-drawn animated movie even though it's it's criticizing um you know it's got the, yeah, the yeah. message of saving trees yep. um the poster was printed on recycled uh, recycled paper merchandise used environmentally conscious packaging tim curry was so scary he made children cry so they had to get him to make to record less intimidating lines um, and it was Robin Williams' first role in an animated movie. Um, he played the bat. Yeah, he played the bat. And he went on to do Aladdin, Robots, etc., etc. Multiple characters in Happy Feet. Yeah, I think that, those are all the things, really, that I had. Nice. Like, trivia fact-wise. There's so much more, though. Of, like, it, the trivia for Avatar alone, if I just, like, sat here and read out the IMDb trivia for Avatar, <laughs> it, would just, it would be, like, an hour and a half podcast just with that. What... Here's a question I probably, probably haven't done. What was your favourite out of the four? Oh, we... we it's Frankly. Yeah. You know it's Frankly. Yeah. It's always Frankly. Like, What's yours? Look, Avatar, still? I just really like it. <laughs> I don't have to defend had myself. Have you seen Frankly before? Yeah, I had it on VHS. Okay. So you all right? So what? So Avatar is your favorite. You, you, did you change your mind about any of them? No, no, no. So the re- Avatar is not my favorite because of the story. Avatar is my favorite because of how well it's treating New Zealand. Because of where 
it's also I like I explained earlier. I really like the the design of everything. Mm-hmm. All the animals, all the plants, all the everything, and the for, flora and fauna in that movie is awesome, and that's why I like it. The storyline is copy and pasted out of somewhere else. Okay, but what they needed to do, what they need to do is. He, what he should have done. Here's what he should have done. With all that stuff he had. Because he what basically what he did was he saw Pocahontas and went, oh, I can make that. No, he and, saw Dance with the Wolves. No, no, he literally has admitted it with Pocahontas. <laughs> um, James Cameron himself has said he was inspired by the Disney movie Pocahontas. Um, even though it's clearly a remake of Fringley. But what he should have done is, instead of copying and badly copying the story of Pocahontas and not being able to write it, he should have, first of all, let someone else write the story, James. You don't have to write it. You can make the film without being the writer. You are not able to write story, apparently, or dialogue, or anything. Characters, you just can't write them. Don't try it. You can. You have the money and the funding. You can hire other people to do those jobs. But second of all, what he should have done is got the people who made who wrote. How to Train Your Dragon and just made How to Train Your Dragon with the Avatar technology because if that was How to Train Your Dragon but like it was Avatar I would love that movie okay if those if they made like the How to Train Your Dragon dragons with the Avatar technology fantastic stunning I, I have one argument unfortunately it is the ultimate argument it made over a billion dollars sweetie that just means that what that it's not profitable or they didn't do a good job no that dudes who like john crichton type men weren't <laughs> james cameron and then jerked off uh, <laughs> and bought multiple copies on blu-ray hey look and... i bought it i i used to buy every movie <laughs> that came out that i want that was like worth having a 1080p tv and a blu-ray player to watch at home is it though and then the extended edition came out and you know what i am about collecting things that are extended how many times have you watched it uh i saw it in theaters how many times have you watched your your blu-ray extended edition copy twice great value for money look I'm not a smart man. I <laughs> rock up to planets and betray my people because giant blue lady sex, all right? I am the everyman. Um, I don't know where else to go from there. Um, I don't know. I worry that we haven't actually talked about the movies enough, but also, like... But what, what, what would you like to say? I don't the know. Fact I that thought they're that it was, the same? I thought it was interesting that they all... Well, except... No, because Neytiri has... Or, they all have, like, deceased relatives. Okay. So, like, Pocahontas only has a father because her mother died when she was young. Um, Krista only has a father, but it's not really explained. Because I don't think Maggi is her mother. She's just, like, she is the spirit of the trees or whatever and where the fair, the tree fairy you don't know what her dad was up to true fair enough um then avatar neytiri has both parents but um her father dies and actually pocahontas's father gets shot as well they both get shot yeah um and 
Nateri's dad doesn't get shot. Oh, yeah, sorry, he, gets he gets blown up by a tree. True. Um, but her sister had passed away. Yeah. Uh, who and she was killed by humans. Yeah. Um, and then dances with wolves. Um, stands with the fists. Birth parents and birth family had been killed by the Pawnee tribe, yeah. and then she was adopted by um, Kicking Bird and his wife, whose name I don't remember. We, and I mean we, you. When we're not recording episodes, you need to watch Last of the Mohicans. Okay. Is it the same as these movies? No. Okay. It's just it's some it's the 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 DDL that you despise so much. I don't despise them. I just had never seen them in a movie until this year. Okay. Um. And it's disappointing that someone else made you watch it, even though I had like Gangs of New York inside the player, and you're like, "How long is this movie? I'm not watching it." I don't know. I just like. Here's the thing. You and I, we have like crossovers where we enjoy the same movie, but you're really into action movies and like, I literally have a note from watching Avatar where for a whole sequence I kind of zoned out and just wrote, all I wrote was big boring fight scene. Because once there's all this action stuff, like, I'm just like, I don't care anymore. This is me when they break into song. Yeah. The only time I've ever fallen asleep in a cinema was during Rise of the Planet of the Apes, during the, like, battle scene, or, like, there's, like, police shooting them or something. I literally fell asleep. I was so bored because there was an action scene. So, I don't know. I I want story, and Avatar doesn't have any story. Um, And that makes me sad. Neither did the an hour and forty minutes of the extended edition of Dances with Wolves. I didn't like the extended. <laughs> Do, honestly, I thought I just didn't like Dances with Wolves. But then when we restarted and watched the correct version, yeah. like d- actually a pretty decent movie. Yeah. I understand why it's the highest rated of the movies. Um, they both uh, Avatar and Dances with Wolves had really annoying voiceover stuff because it's like. You know, random white dude decides he's gonna blog his 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 experience <laughs> with the native culture. I made I made first contact with a wild Indian today. I don't care. <laughs> They're people. Just talk to them. That's a human. You make first contact with a wild Indian. Like, what are you talking about? That's he just, was. What does he say? He was. It's a much more intelligent human being than you. Yeah, he, I think he did say he was magnificent. I yeah. mean, he is. I agree. Yeah. Kicking Bird, fantastic. Probably the best character in that movie. All right. Anything else? I don't know. Do you have anything else? No. It's getting very warm in here. Is it? The movies are the same. The movies are all the same. I'm excited to watch Churn of Water or whatever the hell the second one's called. I won't be watching it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, you, it's really, I think, cause I, like, like I said, I saw Avatar in cinema Yeah. and I hadn't seen it since. So I kind of tried to go into this with an open mind and I was like, maybe I misjudged it back then. You know, maybe I just didn't get it or something. And then we yeah. watched it and I was like, there just is nothing happening. It's not about what's happening. It's about how gorgeous the okay. nothing looks. All right. Here's the thing. Here's, here's a question for you. Yeah. If the story is irrelevant yeah. And it's just about how pretty it is. Yeah. Why is it so long? Because I got the 16-minute long extended edition. Even without <laughs> the 16 minutes, why is it that long? If it's, if it's just like, hey, look at this pretty thing, give it to me for half an hour. 
or or like an hour and a half max. I don't need it. Like you don't need to show it to me for four hours for me to believe it's pretty. It's not four hours. It's three hours and five minutes. Is that right? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think that's that's what all is three hours and five minutes. Yeah. More ha- a lot more happens in. I think it's two hours fifty eight minutes. Okay. I think it's two hours fifty eight minutes. Was that the extended edition we watched? Yeah. For the extra sixteen minutes. Yeah. So okay. so two hours forty two minutes. Yeah. Without the extra sixteen minutes. Yeah. Shocking. It's still more than an hour longer than it needs to be if all they want to show me is it pretty. You've got to get the story set up to where they go where it's even Have more Have you got prettier. a VR version of it? I do not have the 3 uh, 3D version there of it. There you go. you got to get a VR version of it so you can watch it in VR. It's just 3D. Well, then VR. that's not exciting. But if James Cameron really wanted to push the boundaries of this, he should have made it in VR so you can be in that world looking at it. Just make, just make it, James Cameron, listen to me, okay? Ignore her. James Cameron. I don't know what she's going on about. If you want people to just see how pretty Pandora is, release a VR game where nothing happens in it and you just get to travel around Pandora in VR. Because you will make a lot of money doing that. You will make so much money. Partner with like a VR company. like it's just Sony. Okay, partner with Sony for, the, for PlayStation yeah. VR and get some of the like do like a package deal where you can buy a VR with this game and you get some of the yeah because VR 2's coming so you will make so much money and okay, it will be a lot better it'll it'll be a lot better than releasing any of these other films that you want to do because but why... I'm looking forward to Avatar five that comes out in why? twenty twenty fifty something why what's the point. There's no story in the first one. He doesn't need to make any more. Yeah, but we have to find out which next Disney classic movie is the storyline. It's oh. gonna, That's going to be the fun bit. We're going to go into the movie. I'm not going to see the movie. I'm going to go into the movie and I'm going to be like, is it going to be Beauty and the Beast? Is it going <laughs> to be Cinderella this time? Is it going to be... The Incredibles. Yeah. That's... Pixar, isn't it? Yeah, Disney Pixar. Okay. It's a produced. It's both Disney Pixar. Disney, while I have you on it's, the phone, let Pixar do something with violence in it, please. The Incredibles. No, no, I'm saying like. The Incredibles too. More PG, you know, an R thirteen maybe. Thank you. Um. I want to see some it, blood. I want to see some guts. Is it just gonna be The Incredibles? Because it's about him and his kids, right? Fighting crime no, it's going to be um, the uh, um, what did what did Leo get the Ratatouille. No, what did Leo get the um, Oscar for? Uh, the Revenant. It's going to be the Revenant. Why is it going to be the Revenant? What? That's is what I reckon. Fight a bear. No, it's going to be a and a, a, a Pandora bear. So it's going to have six. It's going to be a bug bear because it's going to have six arms and be plant 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 slash fish like the panther and the birds that's my money i put a dollar down okay well i'm not gonna go watch this you can tell me whatever you want sweet afterwards but i'm not paying the dollar <laughs> <laughs> can you pay me for the movie tickets i can pay for your movie tickets thank if you, you. Want. okay so you won't give me a dollar <laughs> okay, i'm 20. paying i'm paying for your mortgage right now yeah. <laughs> All right, we've 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 gone on too long, I guess. This yeah, I was well, trying not to, long enough. I Tell us in the look, comments below. I literally was trying to look at like all the similarities, and I think we've mostly covered them because it's just this, 
it, they're just all the same movie. Yeah. There is tree magic in all of them, um, except for Dance with Wolves, where it's... I don't know. They are smoking a bit of tree magic. Fair. Fair. Very fair. Um, humans, white, white people, white people, humans yeah. are the bad guys in all of them, except they're kind of giving off the hook a little bit and frankly, because Hexus has corrupted them. Pollution yeah. has corrupted humans. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess the only real difference is what they all do at the end. True. Because, um, you know, Zack goes back to the human world to try and convince them to stop destroying trees, yeah. whereas Chris has to stay because she becomes the new Magi. Yeah. Um, Pocahontas John... gets a sequel. John yeah. Sully, John Sully, Jake Sully gets a sequel. Pocahontas gets a sequel that's more historically accurate, but Pocahontas at the end of the first movie stays with her tribe while John Smith has to go back to England because he's been shot and they don't, they need to look after yeah, him. Yeah, because nothing makes your wounds heal faster than a like, how long? It was six months? Three on months. The, on the boat? Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Um... Jake Sully stays uh, and becomes the new chief. Yeah. Uh, Toro Macto. And, Dan- and John Dunbar becomes Dances with Wolves. Yeah. Who do you think is the worst out of everybody? Who do I think is the worst person? No, gets it the worst. Gets it the worst. I would sense. say Dances with Wolves gets it the worst because he literally just goes back and they're just like, there's an Indian, shoot him. Mm. Not like, hey, I'm here. Like, they just, like, attack him instantly. He gets all his pets killed. And then... I am so sad they killed Cisco the horse. I, by the way, you can find, like... Because you, I was doing this during the movie, and you were like, what are you doing? You can find the whole pedigree of the horse that plays Cisco. So his name is Plain Justin Bars, is the name of the horse. But you can find like his whole pedigree going back like generations and generations and generations, and like his his one one of his great grandfathers is actually like four of his great grandfathers and two of his great great grandfathers. Gotta so keep that bloodline strong. Obviously, like a really in demand stallion. Yeah. Um. But he was a gelding, um. Plain Justin Bars, which means he obviously was not used for breeding, so he's the last of his line. Why am I shouldn't I shouldn't have even gone into that rabbit hole, but anyway, his name is Justin, the actor who plays Cisco. I don't know if he's still alive. I tried to find that out, but I don't know. He would be thirty nine now if he is, hmm. so he might be. Um, but yeah, they kill Cisco and they kill Two Socks, the wolf. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and the white people are real shitty to John Dunbar. Yeah. They're real shitty to Jake Sully though, as well. In fairness. But they like, he's, because he's like in their facility and they're able to just like yank him out of his avatar body and be like, haha. And beat him up. Gonna go kill all the people you like. <laughs> you let us write to them with your, with your diary blog. Um, they both have. That's, that's one thing they definitely stole from Dance with Wolves. Because in Dance with Wolves, it's a whole plot point that he has the journal that he's, yeah. that he's going back for so that they can't find where they are. And in. Avatar, they actually did use his his um his journal to find where they are. Yeah. So. He did it. He did it. Yeah. I'm tired now. Let's finish the episode. Okay. Um, How do we normally finish these? I don't remember anymore. It's too hot in here. <laughs> um, 
you can find us on social media platforms with the following information. Uh, Go, Lisa. <laughs> find us on Twitter and Instagram at it takes two underscore pod, or on Facebook at it takes two pod. Our website is it takes and it actually has links to all of those. Plus, it has a link to our Discord server, which we will also link in the show notes. Um, come join our Discord server to join the conversation. We have a channel for episode discussions. Um, where we have a couple of people have, have uh, joined in talking about episodes as they're watching them, or, sorry, listening to them. Which um, has been fantastic, because it saves me and you getting 17,000 notifications. <laughs> um, no, it's really handy um, for people to do that. We do have a fan art page, which there's no fan art in, because why would anyone draw fan art of us? But if you've drawn fan art of us, or our producer's writer, you can uh, stick that in the fan art channel on our Discord. Um but yeah, more importantly, just come say hi and hang out with, with us. We want to know where you're from because it's, it's from our point of view, looking at a map of the earth and seeing a bunch of dots of where people are listening to our podcast and being yeah. like, wow, you know, yeah. I want to talk to the, 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 the person in Hawaii that listens to us. I want to talk yeah. to the person who listens to us. And where was the other really random place? Um, was it like Greenland? There's one, it's a... Faroe Islands, I think, which is uh, which is owned by Denmark and is um, like between the UK and Ireland and Iceland. Yeah, there you um, go. So, still so trying to get on the um, the last continent we're trying to get onto. Yeah, we we have no Come listeners on, in Antarctica. Scientists that have nothing better to do. Yeah, if anyone, because we've got listeners in Australia, we've got listeners in New Zealand. If any of you are going on an expedition to Antarctica, please listen to our podcast. Or Just, like, I think you have to download it down there, because if you download it beforehand and listen to it, it won't count. Um, Go to Antarctica, download our podcast in Antarctica, so that yeah. we get a download down there. That'd yeah. be very cool. It's all we want. That's, yeah, it's our, our number one goal. We'll stop podcasting after that. No. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, join our Discord. Let us know where you are, who you are. Have a have a chat. Join why the you are. join the family. What you are. I said why. Yeah, you said why. I said what. Oh, when okay. you are. Oh. Let us know when you are. Yeah. Um, because we'd love to talk to everyone. Because most of the time we're just like talking at you through your ears. <laughs> through your eyes <laughs> anyway thank you for listening to this episode it's not ridiculously long even though we watch four movies four movies because they are all the same movie so we didn't have to go in depth into them really stay safe out there folks catch you next time goodbye